Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest, Alan Lazaros. He's the CEO of Next Level University. He's also got a top 100 podcast. Um, he's got a fantastic story about resiliency. Uh, he's had a successful career in corporate America and, and transitioned out and doing much greater things, bigger things. And I'm happy to bring him onto the show. So, uh, Alan, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. This will be, I'm excited and challenged, excited because I'm pumped to be here, challenged because this is short form and I tend to be long-winded. So I'm going to try to give quicker answers. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so, uh, you know, kind of talk about your set the stage, the backstory and how you get started and we'll dive right into it. Well, the very first thing is is you got to be careful who you learn from. And I learned that the hard way, but I think it's important to understand who you're learning from. It's not just the message, it's the messenger as well. So I'll give you as quick as possible my my backstory. Uh, and, and keep in mind when I tell you this, that I didn't understand any of this at the time. This is all in hindsight. It's like I've tried to rewatch the movie of my own life every year and try to understand it at a deeper level so that I can have a brighter future. So I'm two years old, almost three. I have an older sister who's six. My father passes away at 28 years old at mm. that time uh, in a car accident. Mm -hmm. So my mom, single mom, two kids, not a, not a large income. She was a stay-at-home mom. She meets my stepdad and my stepdad. So my real name is actually McCorkle, my my real last name. My stepdad is Steve Lazarus and, and I took his last name. So I had a stepdad from three, stepfather from three to 14. At 14, my stepdad left our family. Uh, my sister moved in with her boyfriend. It was just me and my mom in, in that house kind of by ourselves. And I was sort of the man of the house at 14 type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I went from, you know, pretty upper middle class with my stepfather to basically I get free lunch at school now because we have such low income. So mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to go to college, worked my butt off straight A's in high school, one, one B plus in honors English. Uh, it went to my dream school. My dream was to go to WPI, Worcester Polytechnic Institute. It's kind of like a mini MIT. Uh -huh. And I became an electrical and computer engineer. And then I went on for my master's and then I went into corporate and I did a bunch of job hopping. Mm -hmm. So I worked for companies like iRobot, a company called Cognex, a company called Sensata Technologies, a company called Tyco Safety Products, which is now Simplex Grinnell, just a bunch of different companies, bunch of different roles and responsibilities, learning a ton, drinking from the fire hose, Eventually, I land at Cognex as a sales engineer, and I'm managing Western New England, which is uh, Connecticut, Vermont, uh, Western Mass, and I'm doing really well. So at this point, I'm making almost 200 grand a year. I paid off all my school debt, but then I get in my own car accident. Hmm. 
And I was physically okay, fortunately. Mm-hmm. But my dad died at 28 in a car accident. And I've seen pictures of his car. And uh, I saw pictures of my car. And, and it really messed me up emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, even though physically I was okay. And so mm-hmm. after that, I just decided not to do corporate anymore. I, I I watched Tony Robbins' TED Talk, which I still think is the best TED Talk in the world, regardless of what you think of Tony. <laughs> and I just went all in on personal development. And and now I started a personal development company, Holistic Self-Improvement, Next Level University, all that kind of stuff. So here I am nine years later, I'm 35 years old, I still look 15. Uh-huh. And uh, it's that's the shortest possible version I can give. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, and you know, kind of we'll have you on on, on as, as a follow up because I really you have a lot to unpack there. And then so kind of talk about um, so this idea of um, so a lot of people are stuck and they you know they're afraid to take the leap. They got handcuffs and they. What's the difference between fulfillment and happiness? How do you take that leap to you know go after your dreams? As you said, life is very short. Yeah, so that's kind of what I realized is that I was not living a life true to myself. I was successful and I achieved a lot. Mm. but I hadn't, I wasn't super fulfilled. And fulfillment is something that I think is hard to articulate, but you know when you have it. So for example, my day-to-day life, I'm a CEO and a CFO of my own company. We've got a 20-person team. We've got 23 departments. We've got a top you know, 100 global podcast. That's all sounds really awesome. But the day-to-day of that is nothing short of absolutely brutal. But but I'm fulfilled. So I'm, it's super challenging, but I'm also fulfilled. And so so to answer your original question, what I would what I would have someone do is sit down and ask themselves, what about me is true? What about me is always going to be true? Whether it's 10 years ago or 10 years from now, this this part, these parts of me have always been true. And that can be something as simple as I've always loved movies, or it can be something as simple as I've always been obsessed with improving. And, and for me, I've always been obsessed with improving. And so people think of an obsession as a bad thing. Uh-huh. I actually think what you're obsessed with is your deepest passion. And I think that if you turn that passion into purpose, which is serving others, and then you turn that into profit, I think you can design a life that's awesome. But keep in mind, turning your passion into something profitable is is just awful. It's really challenging. Yeah. yeah I love that, this idea of um, uh, fulfillment, happiness, and you know, same thing, I had all the accolades, the degrees, and but uh, the problem was... Um, I was living my parents' life, not mine. So one thing is uh, kind of talk about how do you personally um, optimize for success? What is optimization? Why is it important? Okay. Optimization is a word that I wish we were taught in school. And a lot of what I teach is what I wish we were taught in school, quite frankly. But uh, there's something called an optimal stopping problem. And if you've ever heard Goldilocks, it's like too hot, too cold, too big, too small. Optimal means the right amount at the right time in the right place for the right reasons with the right people. It's it's that whole idea of what is the next right chess move. And yeah. so the idea is you 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 cannot optimize for more than one thing at a time. So for example, okay, right now I'm optimizing for adding value on this show. If for whatever reason my girlfriend was in trouble, I would immediately start optimizing for that. Mm-hmm. And then this show would suffer because I would have to go attend to her. But that's okay. I should shift what I optimize for if she's in trouble. And so what I think happens in life is we are optimizing for the wrong thing. We're, we're optimizing for happiness, but happiness is a byproduct. Happiness is a inevitable consequence. It's a it's a it's a, an effect, not a cause. Yeah. And so fulfillment is an effect, not a cause. You got to focus on the causes. I think fulfillment and happiness 
is actually a byproduct of pursuing one's own calling, pursuing one's own dreams, staying in alignment with your core values. So what I'm optimizing for is service right now. I'm optimizing for service. I'm optimizing to practice my craft, which is to become a better orator, become a better speaker, and to inspire, motivate, educate. And when I do a good job at that, if I do a good job at that, then I will be fulfilled as a byproduct, even if the outcome isn't perfect. And so optimization is this idea of constantly trying to find your own unique center point amongst your goals, values, and and dreams. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. You've you've given so much so much value in such short amount of time, and um, you know uh, what what is one thing you want to give listeners a takeaway, feeling inspired, motivated, resources, uh, a book, podcast, YouTube channel, and how can they follow you? Uh, I appreciate that. So the 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 thing that I would share at thirty five now, uh, I'm I'm really studying a lot of the things that never change and the things that always change. One of the things that never changes is this this human nature of everyone is amplifying the good and hiding the bad. Some less than others. Like I'm trying to show how hard entrepreneurship has been. It's been awful. Honestly, it's been really challenging, but it's been worth it. But on social media in particular, everyone is pretty much amplifying the good and pretty much hiding everything that's bad. And and I've done 5,000 coaching sessions at this point with people all over the world, all different backgrounds, all different countries, all different cultures. Australia, Italy, Spain. But what I can tell you is your problems are not a you problem. They're a human problem. Mm. You're not the only one trying to amplify what's good about you and hide what's bad about you. That's just what everyone's doing. But what we do is we make the mistake of thinking other people's lives are better than ours. (laughs) And I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, whether it's someone rich and famous who you think has the dream or what, which I've coached some of those people and been coached by some of those people or someone who looks like they're struggling, we're all in this 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 human condition and we're all suffering and successful it's not some people are successful and other people are struggling it's every single human i've ever met is struggling and successful they're just in different nuances in different areas and different things so hopefully that can be if you can keep that in the forefront of your mind you can free yourself from comparing someone else's dream to like your toughest day because I promise you behind the scenes, they're having tough days too. And they're dealing with things that you don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's, it's so interesting. Like you just, you think uh, people have picture perfect lives and you find out they have more problems than you do. And you're like envying them. And well, at the same time, they're envying you. So it's not a great way to be fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, excellent. Um, yeah. I think you've given so much value and for all the listeners out there, um, be sure to follow all of the links, which will be in the resources in the show notes. And with that, um, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast, Alan. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. And uh, I enjoyed this and it was a lightning round. So that was tough for me, but I'm glad I 